Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast. I am Erin Waters, and I am your host today. And we are gearing up for an episode that we haven't really done before. And it's a pretty laid back conversation, which I was super pumped about. So if you don't already know, School of Sellers is the community that I run online. We have a Facebook group. And over the last several years, I've released several courses and different offerings to the TPT community. And one of those things happens to be a monthly membership called Ignite, where we host monthly challenges. And what that looks like is every single month, we focus on a new theme. For example, this year, we are targeting themes like lead magnets, email nurturing. We are talking about filling the gaps in our business when it comes to what we can offer at certain points in the year. We are doing a whole month dedicated to product photography and mock-ups and all of the fun things. So in March is when we are going to be talking about product photography and mock-ups. And part of that challenge is not only the hour-long training that I do on the first of the month, but we are also inviting in guest experts this time around. And what Ashley and I from Team SOS are doing in today's episode is sitting down and having a little mini meeting where we are just thinking about and brainstorming all of the questions that we could possibly ask our product photography experts. Ashley and I both enjoy product photography and dabble a lot in, you know, just like different ways of setting up our space and what mock-ups we're using. And we just like talking about all of those things. So we thought we already have to come up with a list of questions that we're going to be asking this expert. So why not film and record and you can kind of hear not only our like thought process, but hopefully it also makes you excited if you're listening in and you are an Ignite member. Hopefully it makes you even more excited for our challenge coming up in March. And if you listen and you're like, oh my gosh, I wonder what I could ask, then feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or use our School of Sellers Facebook group and submit your question for our industry experts. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this chat as much as we did. All right, Ashley, ready to get started? I'm ready. Let's go. We kind of are going to just have a chat. And just so you guys know, like Ashley and I didn't really compare notes. We didn't talk about this or plan this. So what you're hearing is very much a conversation. So I don't know about you, Ashley, but I feel like Product photography is something that you and I have kind of been like honing our skills at for our almost our entire like TBT. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's something you've talked about, you know, in the group and different courses and stuff. So if you were to say, when it comes to product photography, let's talk about first of all, like what we think we're good at, I guess, like, what would you say you is something that you feel like you are relatively like excelling at when it comes to product photography? I think I've found a way to streamline editing all my photos so they look cohesive 
in a pretty good way, but it took me a long time to get there. Like I used to sit and edit each one, which is not a good use of our time. So I feel like I've gotten pretty good at streamlining that process. Kind of like batch editing. Yeah. What about you? I was thinking the same thing. Like when I was thinking about product photography specifically, the first thing that came to mind was definitely like the efficiency piece. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like over the years I've realized the beauty of like, once you take all of the time to set everything up, not just getting the shots that you thought you wanted necessarily, but now I find myself, you know, taking videos of my setup. I take as many angles as possible because I don't know, I feel like at the beginning I was always looking at my pictures and being like, oh, I wish I would have done this one. And it's such a pain to get everything out again, to set it all up. Yes. Yep. But I think it's funny that both of us are saying like streamlining and efficiency because you and I both, you know, struggle with time management and it's the reason Uh, why we have like systems and all of those things so much. So that's not really surprising. (laughs) It's not, but I will say it took me a long time to get there. I think I probably wasted a lot of time getting to the point where I am now. Absolutely. I think if I could pull up, I should actually try, that would be fun to do for our challenge to pull up like a photo that I took. Oh, I I already have one in mind at the beginning of my TPG journey. And I thought they were good and they are like, same disgusting. Okay. So I have to tell you, I'm going through, I have some cringeworthy products right now that have those old pictures and it's embarrassing. And I remember at the time being like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> Horrible. Like, like I vividly remember sitting in my little apartment under like the brightest light in my in my place thinking like, oh yeah, this is the shot. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> oh my gosh, and that's now it's great. Like, it's like yellow and has shadows on it and just gross. Those are mine too. Nobody <laughs> look at my write the room products. Oh my gosh. But I will say, okay, so like while we're talking about efficiency and obviously our challenge in February where we focus on product photography and mock-up, obviously we'll be sharing just like a ton of tips between the community and our industry experts that we're bringing in. But one of the tips that I've been using lately, and it goes along with like our efficiency conversation is I've been, when I do videos now, I make sure that they're in like the whatever the highest resolution is, you know, how on iPhones, you can like switch between some numbers. So I will use the highest quality setting now, which I'm sure takes up more space, but it's mm-hmm. a lot better. Cause now I can like grab screenshots for my videos and they're clear. Oh. Ooh, so I need to start doing that. That's been really, really nice. Okay. I feel like another thing that you're really good at though, with photos is like having cute props and like the setup of everything. I always like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) See, that's something that I want to ask our expert because I feel like I'm so redundant with my props that I want to ask them like, how can I liven it up? Cause there's only so many ways you can take pictures of your products flat. And I feel like a lot of my covers are starting to look the same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I just want to have something extra, you know, and I don't know if there's a way that I can do that. And I know we'll talk about mock-ups later, but I'm wondering if I need to start diving into that more, which I kind of, I'll explain later, but I have a roadblock with mock-ups personally, but I'm wondering if I just need to break through it and try it a little bit more because I'm starting to feel bored with my own setup. 
Okay. So that's really interesting. You just made me think of something. So I feel like a lot of the value of this challenge will kind of be like learning how to bridge the gap, like between the photos and then putting them into mock-ups. Mm-hmm. That's really the goal for a lot of us, especially since, you know, we have so many digital products, the mock-up side right. of is really important. So, okay, well, let's, do you want to like brainstorm a short list of questions about product photography that we could think about asking our industry experts? Cause I love the first one that you just said about just like how you can kind of get a fresh, I don't know, what would you call that? Like a fresh arrangement of like, yeah, like a fresh look. I've kind of messed around with like changing the background. So just a tip for anybody that's like taking their pictures, which by the way, I have a super professional setup. If you want to know what it is, it's literally laying everything out in front of a window. (laughs) At Michael's, they have non-fading bulletin board paper. Mm. And that's probably been one of my best purchases when it comes to product photography, because it's just, I have a wood grain and it honestly goes with anything and everything. So I highly recommend that. But it's one of those, I want to keep that, but it's all the extra props that I need help with. So I, that's one of those questions I definitely want to ask, or maybe I'm overthinking it. So I'd love to hear from the industry expert on that. That's a really good point. Yeah. I feel like I probably use the same background and props quite a bit, which I feel like could be good for brand recognition, but at the same time, you kind of want to like switch it up. Like you said, especially if it's the product cover image mm-hmm. you don't want all of those looking the exact same. So I love right. that question. I was also thinking, I'm glad you said that about the natural lighting because that's my number one ideal scenario, but I don't know what it is about the way I work, but I swear every time I get in the mood to take photos or set stuff up, it's like at night or mm-hmm. I don't know, on a day where it's like, whatever, the lighting is just not working for me. So I would be really curious to ask our industry expert about their current like best practices for lights if we're not using natural light. I am still working with this ring light. I bought like circa 2016, maybe even earlier. I'm surprised it's even still working. <laughs> so that's funny. We have the same ring light and mine just burnt out. And it's one of those I'm getting by without it. I could never get it just right to look natural. So yeah, I love that question because mine surely didn't look natural, but I would like to. Mm-hmm. And if they have good tips, then I'll replace it for sure. Right. Because I've seen also like, I feel like there's just new light options since the last time mm-hmm. I looked into it. So I would be really yeah. curious, but I'm also not interested in having my office look like a photography studio 24 seven. So same kind of like a space saving light setup would be amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. Are you a TPT seller who knows exactly what you need to do, but you're just not sure how to get started and get yourself into action mode? That's exactly why I started Ignite, which is a monthly TPT work club for TPT sellers just like you who need that extra boost of accountability in their life in order to finally have the business of your dreams. Or who knows, maybe you are working to make the business of your dreams even better. Either way, I would love to have you join our Ignite community so that you can experience the magic of a group of people who just get it. 
And not only do they get it, but they are there to support you and encourage you and cheer for you every step of the way. Join today at schoolofsellers.com slash ignite. So we're going to ask about their prop recommendations. Like you were saying, like how many, like what's a good way to keep things fresh without buying new props every time or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then we're going to ask about the lighting. I think those are really, really good questions. The last thing I was thinking that we could ask, and of course our Ignite community will have a lot more questions too. I'd just be curious to know what the current recommendations are for photo editing apps. It's another thing I oh, yeah. really like looked into recently. I've kind of just been mm-hmm. using the same things. So I'd be very curious to hear about that. I would be too, because I feel like when we really started getting into, because everything was, you know, we would throw up a screenshot of what it, the product looked like. And then of course, in like you said, 2016 or whenever it was, it was ooh, product actual photos are what's mm-hmm. really drawing the eye. And it's one of those when that was, popular, we needed like three different apps. You needed one to fit, one to lighten it and, you know, all this extra stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a way better app out there. Cause I I'm sure I still have the old ones on my phone. And one that would be like, hopefully a pretty low learning curve for newbies because yes, I want a new one, but I don't want to spend a ton of time learning a new one. Same. Like the Lightroom app, I'm sure that's good, but I just, it sounds intimidating. You know, when people start talking about like presets and all of these settings. Yes. Yes. And if Lightroom intimidates you, don't open Photoshop because that one, I opened it. It It's like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could do this. And I don't think I've opened it since. So I think I could learn Photoshop if I was like reborn in a new life. (laughs) Like, I think it would literally take me a lifetime to learn Photoshop. I wouldn't even like count on learning it in a year, honestly. Right. Well, it's also one of those things. It's like, if I just had so much extra time, I feel like I could get so much better. All these apps, there's just no time. So yes, a an easy app would be a great ask. I'm really, I'm seriously happy that this is our focus for March because I just, our list is growing. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of like relieved that we're going to be getting answers <laughs> to all of these. Oh, things. absolutely. Yes. So when like, it's kind of a good segue into the topic of mock-ups, because when we're talking about not having enough time, I feel like that's where mock-ups kind of like came to be is because Mm -hmm. maybe we don't have time to take the photos every single time, but we are like so lucky to have so many talented mock-up creators in the TPT community, thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. So let's just chat quickly about mock-ups. I think my list of like things that I think I do well with mock-ups is way shorter than product photography because they can oh, just be trickier. They are. And like I said, I have a huge roadblock with them because I have all these ideas of what I want something to look like, but I go down a rabbit hole of finding every single element that can work in a picture but also how to make it look good. I know there's little tricks for shadows and it's almost, I get to the point where it's like, if I just pull out my camera and lay down the paper, I'll go take a picture faster than the Mm mock-up. And I know that's not true. So that's something I want to ask them, like all the mock-up tips (laughs) because I struggle a little bit. So I think that one thing you and I both do well, which I'm not sure it actually counts as doing anything, but 
we have some really good mock-up memberships that we're a part of. Like I love image, it's image maker membership with yes. Carville. Sidekick Studio. Sidekick Studio. Oh my gosh. So good. And they're beautiful, but I'm just like, okay, but how do I look, make my product look natural in it? That's <laughs> right. the thing. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure we're not alone. I feel like, like I said, my only strength with mock-ups is the fact that I have access to them, but I feel like mm-hmm. I need some recommendations for just like what proportions they recommend. Cause sometimes I'll make a mock-up mm-hmm. and it either it will look like something's bigger than it's supposed to be, or sometimes I can't get the sizing right. Like when I'm using green, like I take a screenshot of like something on my screen or something and I'm trying to put it into a computer mock-up. Sometimes it's not yes. the right sizing. Dimensions and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love some guidance on just getting the sizing and the proportions right. I would agree with that. I think the ones, the mock-ups I've used the most are the digital ones because I love being able to take, I think it's Kelly Harville that has all the hands Mm -hmm. and, you know, you basically superimpose them on a computer, like the kids playing with your boom cards or whatever it might be. I definitely have used those. The actual products that teachers would print out I can't get any of those dimensions to work. And like I said, I just get frustrated because I could spend all day having fun looking for all these elements and then starting to put it together. And then I easily give up because that's where my weakness is, is just knowing how how to do everything correctly, I guess. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think too, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a pretty, once we get the right guidance, it'll be a pretty easy problem to solve because one of the things that I feel like I do well currently is like with the mock-ups that I have, what I'll do like pretty much every month, if I'm on top of things, it doesn't happen every month, but most months I will go into Kelly's membership and Sidekick Studios because they release new things every month. So I will go through and I will only download the pieces that go along with my branding. So that way I don't have a lot of extra clutter. And then I will put those mock-ups into Canva, either in a folder or an actual like Canva workspace so that Mm -hmm. the mockups are just ready to go. Like for instance, my, Mm -hmm. if I have like an Instagram template on Canva, like if I know for sure that I'm going to use a mockup that, cause it's in my brand colors and it'll work, like I'll just put it right into my template. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's like a good starting point, but I feel like everything we've been talking about is like where I get stuck. The actual like design aspect, putting it all together. I love the idea of putting the elements on a workspace. That's part of my roadblock too, is going through every single folder, trying to find all the little elements that I want. But at the same time, I don't want them all in one spot because it could turn into a mess. But if it's on a workspace, which you're talking the one that looks like white, like Google whiteboard. Is that um, what well, you're you could about? do a whiteboard, but I will open an actual like project on Canva. So, oh, okay. And usually it'll be a pre-existing project. So like, Mm -hmm. like I said, like templates mostly. So I will drag it to whatever template file I already have started just so it's already there. And I don't know about you, but I feel like, yes, I do put those things into Canva folders, but at this point, I feel like Canva folders are a little hard to use still. So I don't like- They're a little clunky. Having to navigate to them every single time I need a piece, which is why it's nice to already have in the See, that's okay. I'm totally going to do that because- it's so much easier to actually see it. And also when they're like PNGs, you know how sometimes it gives it like a black background. It doesn't mm-hmm. showcase like how good the little element is. Yeah. So I really like that tip. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. 
But you could do what you were saying too. Like you could just have a project on Canva or a whiteboard on Canva that's mm-hmm. just for those. And mm-hmm. then you can just have it open next to whatever project. You're yeah. Because then it's easier just to drag or like copy and paste. Yeah. I'm so much a drag and drop person. That's where I love my two screens because it helps <laughs> so much. But to be able to do that. Okay. I'm going to have to mess around with mockups today. <laughs> Well, I am so excited. This chat made me even more excited for our March Ignite Challenge because we're going to hear all about photography recommendations and best practices. And then, like we said, kind of moving into the mock-up world and how we can use our photos in Mm -hmm. the mock-ups that people create. Like, Imagine how good everything will look if we have really good photos placed the correct way on top of really good mock-ups. Exactly. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm excited to learn more because I it's something I've been meaning to mess with and get better at. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I always put it to the end of my list. So I'm really glad that we actually like carved out time to sit and practice this. Absolutely. Well, thanks for chatting with me. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> I like it. It's like little business brainstorming. I have to do it again soon. Exactly. <laughs>